Hi, I'm Chelsea Neumeyer and I'm a time management and productivity coach. My goal is to help you go from overwhelmed to under control without a strict schedule or a bunch of productivity hacks. Each week, we'll talk about productivity mindset, actionable advice, my favorite resources, and you'll hear from guests just like you who are maximizing their limited resources. If you're anything like me, you're listening to this on the go, so check out the show notes and follow me on Instagram to learn more. Okay, let's start the episode. Hi everyone, today I'm so excited to welcome Megan Hopper. She is a military spouse, a mom of three kids, and numbers are her jam. She's a bookkeeper, my bookkeeper especially, whose mission is for you to focus on your passion while she keeps your numbers. She knows you didn't get into business to reconcile your accounts or stress about numbers and wants to provide a solution along with joining you on your journey and watching your business grow. She enjoys the beach, hiking, and playing softball. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited to chat with you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited for the opportunity. Yeah. So I'd love to kick it off with learning a little bit more about you and what got you into this business. Okay. So if we're going to start from the beginning, yes, I've, always, I've always been numbers. So math always came way easier for me than English did. I struggled mm-hmm. more with words than I did with numbers. <laughs> and I did go to college. I have a bachelor's in health science. I was initially going to school to be a teacher. I just thought that I would love to work with kids. And as I was going through school, I realized I would be better fit to help like four kids at a time and not a classroom of 24. And so I was working on basically being like a PE teacher. And I just kind of finished my degree as the physical ed side without having any um, teaching degrees with it, just to get that piece of paper be done. Soon, right before I graduated, I got married, military. We moved away from home. So I finished my school at another school. And then we started the military life of trying to understand each other. We were young, 21 years old, trying to learn what life was like outside of what we've always known. So I fast forward a little bit. We had our first child in 2014. And in 2015, I just had this like pulling that I wanted something more from me. And I went through the My CAA program that the military offers for spouses. Okay. And I got yeah. an accounting technician certificate through them. And then there's just a lot of fears over the years of like, oh, I want to do it. I'm not going to do it. So I started helping some family members with their real estate properties and a friend who owned a CrossFit gym. And then I had more babies and military life got in the way again and again. But about a year ago, my brother, who was my first client, he owns a nutrition and physical training business. And he's like, I need you to take over. Like, I need you to make this more official. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, I appreciate the push. I'm ready to make this more of a jump into my future. And I took until I was end of February of this year of 2022, where I hired a bookkeeping coach. And that's where I feel like my journey more started is because I started investing in myself and investing more into the journey and not just here to be here. I Mm -hmm. started making action and making movement. So I've just always loved numbers. I love puzzles and piecing the numbers together. I, I like helping people. And this is something that I feel like I was gifted with and I'm able to bless other people with. And so I just like helping business owners understand their numbers better. Oh, that's wonderful. It's so good. I feel like we connected instantly one because military spouse 
life. We get it. But also because you were so, so excited about the numbers, you can just tell that you genuinely were like, oh, it's kind of messy. Let me get in there. Right. Cause yeah. I was not great <laughs> at keeping up with that. And you were using words and I'm like, I don't know what that means. Please just, please just take care of it for me. <laughs> and to be able to have that that trust and that excitement with someone that you work with has been really, really nice. So I'm glad glad we were able to connect. (laughs) That's so good to hear. Yeah, I do. I, a lot of, a lot of people don't enjoy the cleanup process. And so far I've really enjoyed it because it is where it's messier and it is where you can like piece it together and really like see more about the business Mm -hmm. and learn and then put it all together. So it makes sense. So yeah, absolutely. What kind of clients do you tend to gravitate with? I work with entrepreneurs and Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs too, but as long as they are service-based business owners, coaches, cleaning companies, some contractors, it just kind of depends. Photographers. I really like the coaching space though, just because it it branches out into a lot of different aspects. There's what I've learned is there's coaches for everything. Mm -hmm. I would love to help more fitness type coaches just because fitness is a passion of mine. At this point, I haven't like niched down and found that right avenue for myself, but service-based small businesses is kind of where I'm focusing. Great. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of listeners who fall into that space and a lot of followers who fall into that space. So awesome. Perfect. And you know, you've done a little bit of coaching with me too, as I reach out on Boxer and frantically ask questions. So what are some of your tips for business owners as they're considering hiring a bookkeeper, what to look for, but also, you know, if they're not quite there yet, maybe something that they could, some tips that they could do use to stay a little more on top of their numbers. Right. So the first thing I want to advise is to get a business checking account. So separate your personal and separate your business. You can pay yourself and then move it to the the personal account. But a lot of times people start businesses and they just, oh, I'm just going to flow it into my account. And it just makes it trickier come tax time. You know, everybody's favorite time of the year to piece all those pieces back together. And if then you hand it over to a bookkeeper, it's also going to be a lot more challenging to navigate in between. So definitely make that first step of opening a business checking account and doing as much of your transactions in and out of there as possible. Ideally all, but I also understand there's some times where you need to use something else. So just keep track of those other things. And if, if you're intimidated by it, like numbers are here to tell you a story. So a lot of times people like just push it to the side and don't even think about their numbers. They're like, well, I'm making money, but do you really know if you're making money? You know, mm-hmm. like it's important to like look in and see the story that you're, they're telling. Like, did this product actually work or, did, or was my time worth what I put into this product? And did I receive that back? And when you just don't really know that that's important to, to be on top of. So if you're unsure about things, don't be afraid to ask questions. Find a bookkeeper that you feel like you connect with. There are more bookkeepers out there than you may realize. You don't just have to come to me. I would love to support you, but find somebody you connect with. I think it's so important when you're outsourcing anything in your business to connect with somebody and ask questions along the way and not 
you shouldn't be treated as you like treated poorly for how you haven't kept up with your numbers mm-hmm. yeah. so you you shouldn't ever feel judged that you didn't do it the right way from the beginning that person may not be the right fit for you so don't be intimidated to ask those questions seek help find a cpa a cpa is a very important piece to also have in your business the bookkeeper kind of ties in between the two so they're both very valuable cpas don't always take care of everything that a bookkeeper does and a bookkeeper is going to have their hands more in your business than a cpa probably will and then one other thing that i just want to encourage is if you are intimidated by your numbers set aside 30 minutes a month to look at your bank statement pull your receipts and put them all in a folder so that they're all together and, and you know, like 30 minutes, you're like, well, how, like, that doesn't sound bad, but then like you put it off and you put it off and you put it off. But if you like schedule the first week of the month, schedule in 30 minutes. And in those 30 minutes, you're going to check your bank statement. You're going to make sure there's nothing funky going on in your, Mm -hmm. any charges, any subscriptions that you're paying for that you're like, why am I still paying for that? And gather those receipts and put them all together. Ideally you would have an accounting software or a spreadsheet to put this data in. But if you don't, and you're just wanting to do business and you want to have it, that's the least organized you could be. That would be the most (laughs) beneficial. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like as, as long as you have it all together and you spend 30 minutes, just I'm going to focus on numbers for 30 minutes. And, and if that intimidates you and that stresses you out more, maybe that's the time when you're like, okay, a bookkeeper is definitely valid and needed in this space now. Do you have a a numbers by DIY template? And it's a spreadsheet that I have that's $27. And you can go in every month and type in all of your stuff and have it organized and ready to hand over to a CPA. Oh, that's awesome. So if you're a small business owner and you're like, hi, I know the value of a bookkeeper, but I just don't feel that I'm ready to be at that level yet, there are, there's a spreadsheet available if you're interested in that, just to keep yourself organized and prepared some tax time. Yeah, perfect. I'll link that in the show notes. Also, people, people have quick access to it because that's super helpful. And kind of, kind of the flip side of, of this question I was just thinking of is what about people who are kind of the control freaks about the number or don't want to relinquish that control, but it's not necessarily something that they're very skilled at they don't you know they're not they don't have the sophistication that a bookkeeper would when they're looking at those their numbers yeah and and there's definitely those those fears you know Mm -hmm. like it's the fears of trusting somebody else in your book the fears of letting go and allowing somebody else in but I think building that relationship is what's going to be key in that to feel comfortable and feel trusted and feel like it's okay to ask all the questions, you know, like you don't just have to hand it over to a bookkeeper and not speak to us at all. You know, like I want to engage. I want to have a conversation. I want to support as much as I can. And if you have questions, you should be able to ask those questions. Yeah, absolutely. And like I mentioned, I mean, it's been really helpful to be able to ask them. Some of the questions are are silly. I, I think I asked, is it better to pay monthly or all at once? for some subscriptions, right? I mean, it's silly things, but when someone else has that overall view 
or, or has the skills to take that overall view of the finances of your business, that's a great observation that they could make, especially if they've been working with you for a little while to say, actually, you're probably better off doing once a year and renewing at this time, because that's when you have a nice spike every right. year in your income, or actually monthly is going to work better for you. So that way you're not worried about a big hit, mm-hmm. you know, depending on the cost of the, the item. So just yeah. again, having that kind of second opinion and someone who has mm-hmm. that really solid view is such a relief, I think, for yeah. a lot of folks. Well, that that is the goal for sure. I definitely want that relief to be felt. So one of the first questions I had actually when using QuickBooks was utilizing all of the categories there. And I was getting, I think, just a little too specific in, mm-hmm. in what I was using and how I was breaking things down. So do you have any recommendations for maybe the most important categories or what to what to consider as you're setting those up for your business? Yeah. So there are a lot of categories in QuickBooks that are already like preset in there. Mm-hmm. And so it, I can understand where there that is overwhelming. My biggest tip is just make sure that you, whatever the expense is, and if it's a reoccurring expense, you put it into the same category every month or every time. So anytime it's like office software subscriptions, put it into that one category. It doesn't have to be so broad, but as long as you're putting them in the same spot and keeping them together, that will be helpful at the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And I think there's, there again, you can probably help with figuring out what's going to be right for your business as you start breaking those categories down and seeing what yes. is what is regular, what's weird, what's right. what you're seeing. Cause I know that I was probably being pretty inconsistent about that and then waffling. Well, is this, this, or is it under this right. category? So another thing I would add is don't be so general with them. If you see like one category that like houses all of your expenses coming in and it just is a large number, you're I probably not going to click on it and look through those expenses to see the differences of them. So if you're generalizing everything into one category, it's harder to really understand if you need all of the things that are in that yes. category. So if you separate them more into smaller categories, and then one month you realize like, why is this one so high? Oh, I bought an annual subscription and that's why this one is high this month, whereas usually at a lower spot. So that, that would be one tip is don't overgeneralize everything into one spot because the likelihood of you really diving into what those individual expenses are is slim. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's a great, great tip. And again, just to give everybody a good place to start when they're setting those things up, because, you know, there's so many different types of software on there. There's just the a good old Excel sheet, right? You want to find the tool that works for you. All right, let's transition because one of the things that I love to talk about in this podcast is that behind the scenes look at other business owners and how they like to structure their day, how they manage their time. And again, knowing that you have little kids and live that military spouse life of 
inconsistent schedules, um, best case scenarios. So I'd love to hear what a typical kind of day or week in your life looks like. Yeah. So obviously military life is ever changing. There's times when my husband is home and there's times when my husband is gone and I've got three kids. They're eight, four and a half and one and a half or almost two. So I've got young kids and we just transitioned into school. So that has been a really, really good transition that I am thankful for. My eight-year-old is in school all day. My four and a half year old is at preschool three days a week in the morning and then now I just have my little one so during the summertime it was like a two-hour window at nap time quiet time in our house where I would try to get whatever I could done meaning business house chores working out whatever I could squeeze into those two hours I would try my best to squeeze into those two hours pockets here and there I'd be able to do other things business related but I really tried to like those are my my golden time and now that school is in session I've got this really good opportunity where I can work out in the morning and then my youngest can go to childcare at my son's preschool rec center and I can get an hour and a half to myself so my ideal time to like catch up on podcasts or do a couple of business work and then be able to come home and then it's quiet time and then I can keep following up as needed. And then I've really been able to enjoy Tuesdays because Tuesdays we don't have anything in the morning. So I feel like it's a slower paced day and it's kind of refreshing after Monday and I can catch up on stuff that time too. Nap time is really my biggest, <laughs> my biggest window of opportunity. That's amazing. You really maximize that time it sounds like I I try my best doesn't mean that it happens but Mm -hmm. the the beauty of kind of bookkeeping a lot of the busy work is at the beginning of the month so that's when I I get my reports out to my clients by the 15th so that means I need to be in their books I need to get everything organized and so the beginning of the month is more of a time crunch a pressure and then the second half of the month is more working on my business Instead of the first is in, the second is on. And so growing in any courses I'm in, any extra education, setting up any other social media things I tend to do on the second half of the month. So that is also kind of a nice balance that um, I know the beginning is going to be busy, but there is time to do other things at the end of the month. Yeah, that's great. I love that breakdown of that pacing in your month and, and that predictability of that. So that's really cool. That's great. Yeah. All right. And then I know, again, think about being flexible. One of the, that's one of the things I always like to ask about too, because again, as business owners, we never really know what is going to be coming our way and with everything else going on in life, how does flexibility show up in your day? I mean, I feel like that's just the life I have to live. Yeah. Nap time is unpredictable. Attitudes are unpredictable. You know, like I could think that I'm going to get stuff done and it's going to go completely different. And I, I'm a very much a type A organized, get things done in orderly fashion type person. I'm generally early versus on time, but having kids had had, like shift that in me and to say, you need to be more flexible. You need to know that like you can do as much as you can, but the kids are going to be a piece of that. And Mm -hmm. so I've just kind of adapted to being flexible as it comes. I deal with it. And I don't know if that's 
kids, if that's military life, but just kind of, I can only control what I can control. And I have to be able to adapt to whatever is thrown my way at a quick chance but to take it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And that's what, I mean, that's what makes these conversations so fun for me is I get to hear about all of these different types of businesses, how people structure their day, if they have a family or, or what their partners or spouses schedules look like and where people can really maximize that time, right? I mean, you're doing a lot during nap time and mm. kind of in, in those pockets and still having, you know, feeling success, right? You're still having that kind of success at your honor, being able to grow your business. Yeah. Cause you've been, I love watching your social media pages as well. You do so great. You're spread so many helpful tips. Thank you. It's it's been a, it's been a journey and (laughs) I am still learning, but the biggest thing is just showing up and being consistent. Yeah, absolutely. I know because you're, it's kind of fun too, to talk about, you know, being newer in, in business and in newer in entrepreneurship as well. Right. And so what are some of the, what have been some of your favorite parts of that entrepreneurship? I love that I've been able to connect with a bunch of different people all over the world, but especially like spouses, military spouses. I have, that's a passion of mine. It's a, it's a spot that you really only know when you're a spouse, how you connect with the other spouses. There's just this extra level of life out there, you know? So to be able to connect and meet spouses that are all over the world and they also have their businesses like to me that's like wow that's so cool I'm so proud of you excited to hear follow your journey but it's just I think it's been really cool to just make connections that I would have never made before yeah absolutely I've been I've been thinking about this a lot because one of the benefits of working for yourself is that you can take it with you as you go and inevitably moves happen new schedules yeah. and you have the flexibility to to pause when you need to right. say like right. okay I need to take a little break I'm not gonna take any new clients um gotta get this move set or I gotta adjust to deployment or, or you know whatever the situation is and yeah. then pick it up and bring it back when you're ready again and that's such such a gift when traditional workplaces have been less flexible, right? You don't have quite the yes. same opportunities. Yeah it's, yeah, it's so cool how many different businesses are online now, mm-hmm. like businesses that you can take anywhere. Like you could try, you could go on vacation and still plug into your business as needed if that is what you need to do. It's just, it's really cool to see how many people have like created something for themselves yeah. based on a talent that they were gifted with and then they're using that talent and sharing it with other people. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. I love the connections. I met so many amazing people. It's been, like I said, so fun to have these conversations and again, to hear what everybody else's skills are. And yeah, it's awesome. It's so great. Yeah. yeah. What's been the biggest challenge or surprise in starting? Oh, I think once I feel like I got something figured out, there's another piece of business that I had no idea that what I should have been thinking about, focusing on, aware of, that is like, no, you really should have this. And I was like, oh, I just felt like I got somewhere, but there's so much more to learn and so many different ways to do things. 
you know? So as soon as you think you've got like, oh, I've got this system, it's working, but wait, there's something else you should be doing. And it's like, ah, so that, I would say that's the biggest challenge is thinking that I knew what I was doing, getting into the business side of things and realizing how many different layers of business there are. Yeah. Well said. Cause you, I mean, we wear so many hats. You have to be all of the things. So it is a treat when you can outsource your bookkeeping, right? It's a treat when you can, can take something off your plate. But I, I resonate with that so much about just thinking, you know, you have to be a web developer, you Mm -hmm. have, and, and so email marketer, social media, (laughs) content creator absolutely you also have to like have somewhat of an idea of what's going on in the back end um, of your business plus the client work whatever space you're in there and you know for many people who are just starting as I I also like to work with people who are kind of making that transition from working a more traditional job into into entrepreneurship then you're also facing doing all of those things with a less time I had no idea that you should nurture your email addresses, like send more than one email. <laughs> and so I'm learning, I'm learning that and fixing that. But like, just the the fact that one email isn't good enough, you know, like mm-hmm. there's, you need to, there's other things you can send them. So yeah, but that, that was one. Yeah. And then how do you get the people on your email list in the first place? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So all of the, the email has been something I've, that's kind of more on my front right now of like, I thought I knew what I was doing and oh, there, you know, so that's kind of what comes to my mind first, but yeah, just all the different hats that you, you think like, I thought I was just going to do some bookkeeping and help people with their books, but there's so many more layers to being a business owner than just that. Yeah. Yeah. And absolutely. And it is fun. I, I mean, like it's exciting yeah. too, right? Like I feel yeah. like I'm learning something new every day and it's overwhelming, but in that excited kind of way, yeah. right? Because it's all potentials, yeah. all possibilities, and you never know what's going to be that thing that gets you yeah. to the next level. But right. as you mentioned before, it's really that consistency showing mm-hmm. up every day, doing the best you can. Yeah. Um, has really, so that's been fun for me, especially in watching so many of my friends in this space too really grow their business. I have some rapid fire questions for you. I ask these of everybody and it's always leads to some fun conversations too. So are you a morning person or a night person? I think I'm more of a night person. I can get up when the alarm goes off, but I would rather if I could have a slower morning. So I would, I think more of a night person. Okay. So you feel more like focused. Do you, do you go back to work in the evening sometimes? No, I, I guess more <laughs> of like, like being able to stay up later or, you know, like I, I can get up and get going in the morning, but if I didn't have to, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. What about pen and paper or all digital? 50, 50. It depends on what I have access to. If I, I, I take notes and I have notes everywhere. So I have some notes in my phone. I have a, some notes on a sticky note. Like it kind of just depends on what I have access to. I think I would prefer pen and paper, but it's also just so handy that it's on my phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I feel like most of the time I ask this question, it's, it's a mix depending on 
the keeping your calendar digital, but notes and but yeah. just that's why I like the question because everybody has a different kind of strategy to it. And yeah, um, I was like, I like to write things down. So I never really, I'll like email yeah. it to myself and then put it on my to-do list. So yeah, it's that yeah. hybrid approach. Yeah, I, I got to-do lists everywhere. I probably have too many in separate things that have the same things on them. So if, yeah. <laughs> All right. What is your favorite way to relax? I like being outside in nature, whether it's on the beach or hiking and just kind of taking in what is out there, what has been created for us to observe and to to take in. So even though those things don't happen as much as I would really like, I feel at most peace when I'm either hiking or at the beach. Yeah. Are there good places to go near where you are? Surprisingly, there are several good hiking spots where we are. It's just still very hot. Yes. So the fall, winter-ish, and the early spring is more ideal, but there is a lot of really cool hiking spots near us. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. I love to hear that. Well, this has been so fun to chat with you and yeah. I will make sure that everything is put in the show notes, including that awesome template. So that sounds like such a great resource to at least get yourself started with reviewing your numbers, yeah. look at your books. And, you know, so people should definitely check that out. Like I said, follow on Instagram because you're so fun. So why don't you actually shout out your Instagram? My Instagram is at numbers underscore by underscore Megan, M-E-G-A-N. Perfect. Perfect. And if you just, if you search a hashtag numbers by Megan, I will pop up on anywhere. Just that's a hashtag I've used to keep me all connected. Smart. That's great. Perfect. Yeah. So all, all that will be in the show notes. People can follow up with you, but I said, I'm grateful for your services and for the stress you've taken off my shoulder to taking care of my number. So thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Hello, I'm popping in before we say goodbye to let you know that the doors are open for the Unbusy Business Owner Membership. This monthly membership is for the time management curious entrepreneur. You may know what to do, but not how to do it, or you know you could improve your productivity. This membership includes two live coaching calls a month, at least one live training, quarterly retreats, and much, much more. Join today for just $10 at chelsea.newmeyer.com. Thank you for enjoying another episode of From Overwhelmed to Under Control. I hope you're feeling one step closer to your goals. Don't forget to check out the show notes and follow along on Instagram at Chelsea and Coaching. I look forward to talking to you soon.